so what if ev we're getting into we haven't even started and we're too getting into we're, the we're episode. We gotta I start. guess we already started. I hope you've all been recording. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're all recording, and I'm okay. recording with the with the uh, OBS too. So yeah, none of this is lost, but. We should <laughs> properly start the episode. Yeah, we should. <laughs> oh, God, our bit. That is the bit. That is the bit. The episode is the bit. The episode is the bit. Play the opening at the end. <laughs> We're, time is an illusion. And welcome to welcome to my dungeon. Uh, I'm very happy to be back. Uh, this is Gabe. This is Cat. And I'm Sean. Uh, welcome back to a very special episode where you got we got all three uh, the original hosts are back. Uh, the Trinity has returned. <laughs> the Trinity has returned. No no guests this week. This is the the special once a month episode where we flesh out uh, one of the modules that we've made this month. Uh, into something a little more uh, concrete uh, that we can put out. So I'm excited for this episode. We we got a little too excited and, yes. <laughs> and, and uh, started before we started. But uh, uh, why don't we uh, go over? Um, just we just use bites of dust though and rewind all of that. Exactly. It's all it's all been rewound. <laughs> Weird. Seven se- seven we'll, seconds have passed. We'll we'll do we'll do it in post. We'll do it in post. <laughs> we'll do it in post. We'll do it in post. Guys, send us emails. We want to answer your questions or anything like that. But um, no, we don't have any uh, any emails from you guys. But we do have uh, GM tips. We're gonna have an expanded GM tips since we're not doing uh, an interview this week. So. Uh, who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to talk this week a little bit on improvisation. Uh, I know a lot of GMs have trouble with this. Mm. And and a lot of GMs... This is like one of the things that keeps them from trying out GMing. Is that It's like a fear of improvisation. I, mm. I, or personally, at least, that's what I've seen from people when, I, when they say like... Mm. Hey, uh, uh, I'd love to be a GM, but I don't know if I can come up with all that stuff. And like, little do they know, I just pull it out my ass every week. Um, yeah. But like, that's simplifying what I do. It uh, is. Uh, <laughs> obviously, because I mean, you obviously have to plan. Like, like sure, you can make a session without planning, but that's not. It's not going to come out as good or as mm. satisfying. As something you put effort into. Mm-hmm. But the effort doesn't have to be monumental where you plan every single second of every single thing. Right. And honestly, that is more... Uh, if When you do something like that, it's a little more harmful than it is helpful. Right. Yeah. That, can, that can lead to railroading, which we'll probably talk about another time. It, it's good to have an uh, overall goal of what, what you want to sort of try to accomplish in, in that 
right? You're you you know what happened last session, and you know the direction of of your um, module, but you might not know exactly what the players are going to do in this mm. upcoming session. Mm-hmm. Um, um, something that I, for my players, uh, a lot of them like to role play a lot, mm. and so a lot of sessions. Um, uh, I don't even have combat. Uh, I I put them in situations where they can role play with their characters because that's what they like doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I end up improv- uh, improvising sort of events instead mm. of encounters. So like, uh, I'll give an example. This last time, um, one of my players is uh, they're they're playing this like homebrew sorcerer class. It's like a blue mage uh, from mm. Final Fantasy. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they uh, uh, they like uh, and it's a little different from the Final Fantasy Blue Mage, ah. uh, but we've done it so that like they have to eat monster parts to gain ah. abilities from enemies because mm-hmm. that's like the Blue Mage thing is you gain abilities from enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so they were like, "Well, I want to try and find monster parts that I can eat," mm-hmm. and so they ended up talking to someone. Uh, and uh, they rolled high enough charisma roll to sort of get, you know, insider information. And they right. told them about, like, this black, I wouldn't say black market, this, like, uh, out-of-the-city sort of marketplace where they might be able to find something like that. Mm. And so uh, I hadn't planned for that. I had planned for the city, and I had planned for things to do in the city, but I hadn't planned for that. But I'm like, because my player wants to do this, and I want to give them the opportunity to see if they mm. can. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, there's this black market thing, and I come up with what's there, and I come up with like, well, what wouldn't be in a city, uh, mm. uh, like in a regular city market, uh, uh, drugs, uh, banned books, uh, 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 illicit uh, goods. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this is the stuff that's there, uh, and I, I ended up having not just that player, but all, all of the players go and find something that they wanted. Like, ah, like tie one it of, in to make it other other players interested in it too. Exactly. Like one of the players like wanted to get drugs. So I'm like, okay, you got magical D&D drugs uh, that, that do things. <laughs> um, one of them found like a dictionary uh, mm-hmm. to try and learn another language. Mm. Uh, it was deep speech, actually. Like, so it's not something you'd probably find uh, in a regular marketplace. That's like right. a uh, that's like a mind flare language. So, mm. and then the other player found their monster part that they were able to try and barter for. Mm. Uh, and I hadn't planned for anything like that. So, mm-hmm. I would say go with what feels right. Mm. Um, if you have something that a player wants to do, try to think about. Uh, how you can give them an opportunity to try to do it. Because you don't want to just give everybody what they want because mm-hmm. that's not satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to try to give them the opportunity to uh, to get that thing after some effort. Right. Yeah. You want to, you want to, you want to, you want to make the pedestal that the thing is on. Mm-hmm. Uh, not and not just hand it to them. Yes, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Make them earn it. Uh, and I would say just way. when you're improvising something like that, that's not combat. Just go have fun with it. 
Yeah. Like I made this uh the 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 lady who was uh had like the weird monster parts. She was like a potion a potioner. Uh Potioner. Uh so potion seller. Yeah, so she was like this hag like I I won't sell you that. What are you talking about? And so I went No, with that. that's too low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I was going for. I would say try to make at least one sort of memorable thing. If you can make one memorable aspect of something, then your players will remember it. Mm. Uh, not everything has to be memorable or like mm. life changing or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you just have to make one thing that your party can remember, and they'll remember the rest. You uh, know, on that yeah. note too, sometimes the thing that's really memorable you didn't even intend for that to happen. Yes, it, you just you just did it, and like the 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 people, your players. Love it. That's exactly how the Big Band Boys started. Like I, did, they were just supposed to be one shot gang that you guys fight, and that's it. But you guys loved them, and so they. And I just ended up just throwing them out um, in that unbound session, and I ended up loving them too. So I throw them out in every campaign. Good. And, I'm glad. Uh, yeah. And that's how that happened. Yeah. Just don't be afraid to make something that you don't think they'll like or that you'll think they'll like think it's goofy or anything like that mm. because they're gonna like it mm. yeah when we had our, our portal session last night i did not expect two of the players to be playing bocce ball with personality course <laughs> and you know what rolled with it, <laughs> it was, <laughs> i i was like okay let's we're, we're doing this and uh Right, right. That yeah. that turned out to be like a, a fun, a funny little scene there, um, and I, I think you know embracing what players bring to is is good. You know, they they might throw a little bit of a curveball at you, but mm. you know, and and to to adapt a little bit, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like oh. Okay, that's different, and yeah, let's let's do this. I want I to add to that, cat. It's also I think it's getting a much more uh, relaxed uh, stance and really going with the flow. Yeah, really being able to uh, combat your anxiety, even. Um, yeah, the, I find that a lot of uh, both the GM and as a player, there are definitely ways that you will end up um training that training against your uh your coping with your anxiety too um because you will face some anxious situations and absolutely as a gm it's like it, the idea of oh man i need to have a plan for everything um it's more like i have my plans that i have ready and i can adapt them um toss them out in whatever situation uh on, to add also for uh, for on Gabe's note too, uh, to go with the flow and um, improv when it comes to battles, um, I do that yeah. frequently. Uh, so what I like to do when before the campaign or like actually in between sessions and stuff is just make a bunch of enemies, um, a bunch of character sheets. You know, I get their sprites and blah 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 blah. Um, doesn't take too long usually. And then just kind of depends on the flow of the session. I end up just throwing them out there in a battle. Like um, 
So in the Zelda campaign, uh, gave you maybe memorable of the uh, the Stalfos fight, um, where all of you like fought like a bunch of Stalfos, right? Yes. That was entirely improv. <laughs> um that was not intended uh like i just threw out all these stalfos and um it was a great battle the players managed to uh to improvise and um succeed four times so in fact and it was really went it went perfect you know uh things like that like just come off your top of your head um with a you just kind of just throw out your your little uh little enemies here and there and you just build the 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 battle encounter with improv <laughs> yeah I, I i definitely agree with that a lot of the times people get hung up on balancing an encounter don't get too hung up with that yeah if yeah. if if you're worried that like oh this might be too tough for them Mm-hmm. Then watch the battle, see how it's going. Yes, and then just fudge the numbers a little bit. Nobody's yeah. watching you. Nobody's, yeah. Nobody's. Then nobody's gonna judge you for doing that either. Right. Because right. Exactly. I've I've done that. I've not used a, a, a monster's abilities before because like right. oh the battle's not going the right way, mm-hmm. or I've just I've also done the opposite. Like oh this is a little mm-hmm. too easy. Let me increase the health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Oh, I've I've done that too. Or have like extra enemies pop up, you know, or something. Oh, yep. And it's exactly. so great with Zelda because ooh, Stalfos pop out of the ground. <laughs> yes, they literally <laughs> pop out of the ground, so that definitely works there. But yeah. yeah, don't don't be afraid to like have every battle perfectly balanced. Just yes, go with if you want the battle to be tougher. Add some enemies that come in. Add a couple of 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 hit points to them. Or if the battle's too tough. Lay off on some abilities. Don't use as much hit points. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's okay to it's okay to fudge. <laughs> um, and I would also actually, as a player, don't be afraid to have fun with your character. Oh yeah. Um, if you think your character is gonna do something in like in character, and mm. it's not gonna be like disruptive or negative to everybody else. Right. Go for it. Right, yeah. Absolutely. Like, even Absolutely. if you think it might be, like, a quote-unquote dumb idea, go for it. Have fun. Right. Flesh your character out. And I- improv with your character, too. Like, people improvise all the time, so why wouldn't mm-hmm. the character? Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. don't stick to, like, a script you might have written for your character. Just go, mm. go for what feels right. Very good GM tip. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you, guys. Mine's a little lighter. Let's go right into it then, Kat. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm, I, I want to talk about um, sparking inspiration. You know? Sparking! Sparking! Um, it's, it's more of like you hit a rut or you're, mm. you're just like creatively bankrupt and mm. you don't, you don't know what to do and it, I think we've all had those moments where y- you look at the pile of unread new books or your Netflix queue of new movies and you're just like, ah, I don't know. Don't be afraid to like look back at some of the things that you've enjoyed in the past that you might not have uh, seen or read or listened to in a while. Mm. Um, so, like for example, this week... I dug up some music I haven't listened to in a while. 
Um, I, looking at my uh, DVD collection, what what haven't I watched in years? Um, and I think revisiting some of these older older things with mm-hmm. a new perspective mm-hmm. uh, will spark that inspiration in you. Um, so, you know, don't don't be afraid to to pull elements from from these things. You know, now that you've maybe you're you're watching. Oh, let me look at my D, DVD collection and pick something random. Um, Mirror Mask, the movie Mirror Mask. Uh, highly recommend it. It's weird and <laughs> visually stunning. Um, and you're watching it with the perspective of hey. Ha- what can what from this can I incorporate in my game? Or like, ooh, that looks like a cool monster. Maybe I can make mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, so when you're you're looking at at these uh, things you've enjoyed in the past with that perspective, you 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 might spark that inspiration again. I think that's a really good point. That there, mm-hmm. there are some things that I haven't read in a while that I need to go back and read. To sort of rekindle that sort of uh, what I loved about them and what I can sort of incorporate into my own work. Um, that I need to go back and refresh my mind on and look at it with a different perspective. Um, so you can uh, maybe glean other information from. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're stuck in that rut, you know, go, go back and... Uh... Revisit that. And, I mean, we, we all grow and change and over time, so mm-hmm. um, you might see something in that you, you really hadn't seen before. Or From a different angle. Yeah, understood yeah. before. And I, I really like the idea of going back and it inspiring you, like, oh, man, let me use that uh, that thing, like... Uh, and throw it into my campaign somehow, give it to a character in the campaign. You can definitely pick up on a lot of ideas. A lot of inspiration can come from past things that you are passionate about. So that's a very good one. Thanks, Kat. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched Every Frame of Painting. I, I've i uh, been meaning to get into that. I haven't. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a series on YouTube about um, movies... Uh, and like directing, editing, and things like that. Mm, mm. But I would say it, uh, and it speaks a lot to this sort of um, what Kat's talking to. There's an episode about Chuck Jones mm. uh, who talks about, you know, the best way to sort of grow your skill set in whatever it is mm. is to experience other things outside of that skill set. Uh, reading books, learning new things, watching different movies, things like that. Um, I would say anybody who is looking to get inspired, watch that Chuck Jones episode of Every Frame of Painting, and also watch Every Frame of Painting. There's a lot of stuff that I've (laughs) taken from that show. Uh, Because I would say creativity is creativity, whether it's movies, D&D, or writing, or whatever. And so there's things you can learn. Uh, from any sort of sort of uh, source like that. Uh, did you want to go over yours, Sean? I don't know. Do I, Gabe? I don't know. I'm asking. <laughs> <do you? laughs> yeah. 
Um, so my little my little GM corner over here is uh, a talk on um, on bias. Um, I think this is is great for new GMs especially, but um, older wiser GMs can possibly learn from this too. It's um, it's being aware of your bias. Um, bias um, being something you can't get rid of you can't eliminate bias it's just a case of being aware of your inclination towards a player a player's character and so forth um, being aware of it and not favoring them over others or even picking on a player's character um, and it's very important to be aware of um, like even especially on the negative side like, um, like, let's say um, you have one character who, uh, I don't know, maybe you're, you're just biased, you're biased for whatever reason towards one character. Like, they're, they're, they have really good stats, they've been rolling really well. You kind of start going, oh man, I gotta, I gotta get this character. I gotta, I gotta knock him out at least once, you right, know. Right. Um, and so you kind of end up targeting them more. In, in battles and stuff um, and when you do things like that that player is going to realize it um, they're gonna recognize it and when that happens they will even notice even more when uh, they can even notice you favoring other player character player characters too like giving them giving them inspiration, giving them more items, rupees, or, oh, excuse me, or gold, or what have you, <laughs> um, depending on just the scenario and stuff. Um, so you need to so take your time to be aware of it and reflect on yourself, um, especially when you uh, reflect on a session, you kind of notice that. Because um, it's going to end up being like like a classroom with you as, you as a teacher mm-hmm. And the teacher kind of picks on that kid who has this reputation of being a bully or what have you. And what's going to happen is they're not going to have fun. They're not going to have fun. It's going to be a very sour experience. Um, They're going to even maybe become sour and bitter towards the player characters or players, actually. The players you are um, unintentionally favoring. Um, So it's really important to... to, uh, to be aware of that now some ways you can end up uh you can try to uh tweak that bias a little bit is for example with items um leave that up to rolling like uh i kind of do a thing where okay the battle happens then um after that to like survey the scene everyone can roll perception and kind of just gauged on depending on how the perception goes they'll uh, they'll grab whatever they can find. Um, usually it can, uh, the party will also get this a universal thing. Like everyone gets 10, uh, 10 gold or whatever. And then based on that perception role, um, they can get something extra on top of that. Um, another thing to be aware of too is like, so some player, some players can be really good with their role play. And, oh, and yeah, you, you just love interacting with that player. Um, and that player can uh, give you lots of information about their character, their background, so you're able to 
uh, form a way mm-hmm. to uh, for their for their character development and blah 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 blah. That is not bias, right? Because that is uh, them. They're feeding you stuff, mm-hmm. and you're able to use it. Um, if a player character they uh, they end up. They they, they they themselves can't really come up with stuff. They they don't have that nice long bar, uh, paragraph of bio, bio, uh, their biography and stuff, um, and that's okay. Not everyone can come up with stuff like that. In that case, um, help build that with the character with that player. Um, let's say there uh, you go to some uh, some village, right? Throw out an NPC, and it's like, oh yeah, this NPC, uh, it's actually your cousin. It's actually uh, whatever, and they can be like, oh okay, yeah. and they can. They can uh, bounce off of that, um, throw out like little, 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 little knowledge stuff. Like, hey, your character actually knows about this um, based on just uh, the, their racial background or something like that, and maybe and from there, give them little, give them little nuggets uh, so they can build their own character. And with you, you also bring uh, build on that motivation for their character and um, their own little development arc and so forth. Um, just so and uh, so, yeah. Like, be aware of it. Again, you can't eliminate. You can only reduce your bias. Um, you are going to uh, you are going to favor a child over the other. That's that's a, that's a part of nature. It's okay. It's okay. Just um, be aware of it and uh, do your best in um, reducing it and uh, and trying not to channel it too much to the point where uh, it's going to end up causing some tension. On the table. Uh, I definitely agree with that. There's, there's always an opportunity for you to self-reflect and learn more about how you DM and how you uh, treat people. And mm-hmm. even if you don't notice something, uh, other people do. Other people do exactly. Um, and sometimes it might be true. Sometimes it might not be true. Sometimes there's a perceived notion of bias but take that into account as well um because and and especially if you're playing with people you know and people who are your friends Mm -hmm. um take take their feelings into account and try to try to uh uh, mitigate things and make things a little uh more comfortable for everybody Mm -hmm. involved Mm -hmm. just a little bit of effort isn't gonna hurt anybody uh and it really is just a little bit of effort to sort of you know hey maybe think of this person next time there's an NPC talking mm-hmm. and look at them and things like that. Mm-hmm. Good GM tips all around, yep. I think. Yes. I'm definitely going to take some stuff that you two both shared today. Yeah, me definitely, too. Definitely. Uh, so why don't we move on to fleshing out uh, one of our previous modules. We had four this time. We're usually only going to have three, but mm. uh, we had session zero on, on the docket mm. too, so... Uh, the four we had were the secret agency uh, slash secret necromancer. Uh, we had um, the uh, werewolves, uh, except they were cats, uh, or not cats, the splicer beasts and uh, sharks. Uh, we had, um, the other one was uh, the uh, the old enemy uh, returning an old ally to life, and then that ally sort of getting out of control. Uh, and then the last one, which is the one we are going to do, is the uh, Haunted Mansion Scooby-Doo style. Uh, uh, spend the night in a, in a place you haven't been before. 
which uh, I think we are going to try and flesh out a little bit. Uh, well, a little bit. Uh, we're going to add some encounters that you can use. Uh, maybe work on uh, an idea for uh, a style of map you can use. The setting, the characters. Uh, so we're going to take everything we made from that session. Uh, and just uh, make it more um, concrete. There we go. Uh, so somebody could use this in a, a game they want to play. So let's go over what we already have first. I think that's the best, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Let's go over the theme and plot hook, right? So for the theme, it was mm-hmm. action adventure. Mm-hmm. And the plot hook was have at thee. During a social encounter, a ball, banquet, etc., a minor noble approaches one of the player characters and begins loudly demanding recompense for some perceived slight. He challenges the players to a competition or something. We decided uh, <laughs> a challenge to spend the night in a haunted mansion, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. In Crescent Manor. Crescent Manor. The lightning bolt strikes. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome, Ooh, foolish everyone gas. So it's we're crescent- going... We're going full Scooby Doo with this, then, right? <laughs> not not full, like sixty percent. Okay. You never, like, you never go full Scooby Doo, right? You never go full Scooby Doo. <laughs> like sixty percent, sixty percent. So okay. so you know it's good enough for like it's uh it's a nice joke, it's a nice gag. Okay, okay, but not so... enough to be like you're not gonna have literally, uh, you know. So, yeah, we're not going to have a chase scene with music playing in the background. <laughs> like, you, you can have a chase scene, but it doesn't have to, like, be, like, uh, so, literally Scooby-Doo. So maybe, like, the background stuff of the mansion is Scooby-Doo, but it's played straight until they get to it, basically, right? Yeah, like, well, it, it, I guess it depends on humor, right? Like, my true. sense of humor is, like, I love to play things straight in game, but like on a meta level, oh yeah, like everyone's like everyone at the table is in on it. Like this is Scooby Doo shit, you know. <laughs> okay. But like in game, like characters and stuff, they're they're like, oh no, we're actually running away from the monster. Um, okay. And like, yeah. So. So okay. So I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna I'm gonna put like Scooby Doo in character. Or sorry, Scooby Doo out of character. Uh, in character, played straight. Sure, if you want to. Well, we don't or, uh, have to write that down, but just so we know. Yeah, like it's a, it's an idea, um, and like even if like if even you have the GM or what have you, um, just present the module, and like your players are kind of like, wait, what? This feels like Scooby Doo, you know? Like have them like end up discovering it on their own. Yeah, you, know? you could just do That's that. The little do GM smile. Right, exactly, <laughs> and they kind of discovered on their own. So that that that's that's kind of great on its own too. Yeah, they're just like, wait, what, is this Scooby Doo? And they just look at you, and it's like you just you just give them that shit eating grin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's work on the setting a little more. We've got a duchy mm. with no magic, unknown mm. why. Only a few individuals can cast magic for an unknown reason. Um. Are, are we just deciding that there's no ma- there's no magic in this place, right? Um, yeah. So like that was that was that was like earlier on. It's more like not just magic, but um, like there's a whole damper on everyone. So everyone is just level one. 
and like the mo- the common folk. Uh, I, I I like keep the theme of like hey like amongst the common folk there is no magic, um, and maybe like there's a a few uh w- like maybe one or two uh, no not even, and so like the only person in this duchy is Grand Wizard Solomon, who uh who's more of a legend. People don't really actually know about him or not. As far as people are concerned, like, he's just passed away and stuff, but he's actually still alive, and he's haunting his manor. So what if this Grand Wizard Solomon is using some sort of plot magic to sort of suck everybody's powers? Sure. Yeah. So so, so that could be a reason why why it's, uh... And I like the idea of it being, like... Over many generations. So he's been doing that for a long time. That's how he's been able to live so long. And that's where he gets his magic from. Yeah. And it's also why he makes his manor haunted. So people stay away. Because that's where like the crystal or the runes or whatever the fuck he uses. Yeah, he's just in his basement. Just just sucking up energy. Drinking a monster. (laughs) (laughs) A literal monster. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of this duchy? Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, let's see. Because uh, they're not the duchy. Uh, well, because they, they don't call, call them it. kingdoms. They're like no duchy's a duchy. A duchy. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, they're just like yeah. New England Shire or whatever the fuck. Call it. Uh, how about you, Gabe? Like, give me a word. Any word. Uh, heart. Heart. Bean heart. Bean Hartshire. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, let's see. Um, heart, 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 heart. Uh, I was trying to incorporate the Duchess's last name there, but um, heart, heart, heart. Um, cat. Give me another word. First word that comes to your brain. Any word. What is it? Steak. Steak. What? Steak. Stock. Stock. So- something. Stock. Hmm. My mind went to Stockholm. I something also went home. to Stockholm. Yeah. That's, something. That's something like home. I like that. That. Le- um. Heart home. Heart home. Heart, Heart home. Like. Yeah. H o l m. H o l m. Use that heart home, heart home, yeah. Not so much a life force because if it's life force, then people would just be dropping by like mosquitoes. So, like, he's sucking out the power, okay, out of the land, you know, like the power, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's feeding off of the actual your actual strength. Oh, and we, oh, oh, that's a good way to incorporate that back into the party. Like any of the spells that if, if there are any spell casters, like he starts yes. casting their spells. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. good. Like he just has all their moves. Oh, that's great. That's actually. really good, actually. Shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know all your moves, Sonia. <laughs> I started every I've studied last all one. your moves, Sonia. You guys came up with a good name for this person. Uh, which one? The Duchess? Duchess Verancia, Vanessa, Francesca, Francisca, Umlaut Bean the Fourth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Oh, right. Another part of the setting is the manor, right? 
Yes, Crescent Manor. Crescent Manor. Crescent Manor of the Lunar Estate. And then we can Resident Evil 2 uh, find the secret that it's actually built on top of the umbrella. (laughs) 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 Like, uh, what did I say? I think I said uh, four levels, right? Four floors, excuse me. And plus an attic and a basement. And so, like, there's a lot of back and forth going. And even the basement can have, like, a second basement underneath it, too. The second basement <laughs> can be where the secret uh, power-sucking chamber is. Yeah, where he's just sitting on a, sitting on a chair. You know, just... just <laughs> he's just got a straw up against a crystal and it's sucking yeah. on it. It's like, mmm, this barbarian's rage tastes delicious. <laughs> You get enter a room and you you start describing it. Is this haunted room actually stretching, or is it your imagination? And I don't know some illusion where it the hallway just stretches out infinitely in front of them. That's good, you know, actually. Weird, weird shit like that. He does like a lot of bullshit things just to not have you find him. Yeah. Because like at one point, at one point he's like trying to just. He's, like, messing with the player characters, but then later on he's just like, fuck, get out of my mansion now. <laughs> and we can, you can make him, like, he's not a bad guy. He just wants, he's just, uh, he doesn't want to kill anyone, but he just, he's just, uh... He just wants to be left alone sucking the power from the town. Exactly. And you probably give him a reason for that. I don't know. He, he wants to, uh... <laughs> Revive his dead wife or something. That's a, I was ju- I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man. So yeah, he's re- reviving his dead wife. I was literally just about to say that. I'm like, yeah, the town probably like killed his wife or something. God. His wife Luna. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's oh. that's it. There you go. So he's uh he's an anti-villain. He doesn't want to be a bad guy. It's just like Mister Freeze. Just like Mr. Freeze. <laughs> the best Batman villain. It could have a happy ending. It could. Like, I like to leave that open for, uh, the depending on what the player's actions are. Yeah. Like what Zoe said, like, uh, you can, they can attack him and kill him and whatever. Right, but if you find out, it's like, we could help him revive his dead wife and they can live happily ever after. At the cost of all their levels. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That is such a great moral thing, especially Ooh. towards the players, too. It's like, so will you sacrifice all your levels to uh, to uh, resurrect his wife? That's really good. Mm. Mm. Oh, shit. So, okay. How, how, how strong is that alignment of yours, so, so, Mr. Uh, so the manor, the manor's filled with, like, uh, I would say you can find the hints in like old journals and stuff like that. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, Resident Evil style, exactly. You just have bullshit files and some notes or whatever you want to call them. They find a painting of her. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Yumineko style. It's just Beatrice on the wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's Kinzo now. Oh my god. <laughs> Beatorichi. You can play a lot of Yumaneka music in this. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, have like a little shrine to her in a secret room. That's a great idea. Just a bunch of notes everywhere, you know, old journals, reports. Great, great idea. But I think I think a lot of it will be like um, 
like finding different uh different keys to open up different doors again resident evil style you know um let's see usually those have a theme like resident evil 2 is is uh clubs and hearts and stuff um Keeping with Moon's Haunted Oh, uh, like the Phases of the Moon. Phases of the Moon. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly Like a new moon say. key, crescent moon key, half moon key. Full moon. Full moon An eclipse key. Yeah. The eclipse key, of course, is the last one to uh, get into the basement. That could be a or basis can... for a puzzle, too. Yes. Um, you can even... I, oh, I just thought of something. Since, since he's a mesmer, illusionist man... Uh, the uh the manor itself is like uh there's like the the near side of the manor and the far side of the manor which is like a whole illusion world of the manor some bullshit what what do you mean explain that cuz i i like it okay so like the manor you see is an illusion and like that that's called like the near side or something and so you have to uh you like go through a mirror or something. Oh, okay. The okay. Okay. The, the the terms near and far side are just for the moon, you know, just to yeah. But like <sighs> uh, one side you and so like you just have to go through like the mirror side. So you, in the mirror side, you have to move a box, which then moves another a box in the other side, you know, something like that. Okay. And then you have to keep going back and forth between the two dimensions, if you will, the mirror dimensions. Or, Maybe, in this case, near and far side. I think that would be good for having, like, a puzzle based around that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're, as we were talking... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I also um, like the idea, uh, going off of that, too. Maybe the... the So, like, the mansion looks all dilapidated. But, like, mm. once he's defeated or something like that, like... Or, or if you're mm. able to see past the illusion... Um, mm-hmm. It's actually really well taken care of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. You, oh, you know what I else just thought of, Gabe? Um, fucking over the garden wall, where the the mansion with the that oh my god, oh, yeah. the two mansions yeah. that were built into each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically like that, and it's like they didn't realize they're connected mansions. Um, <laughs> so so you can do something like that too, like uh. It's like it's a physical illusion, I guess. You you know what I mean? Like a, it's more like a, a trick to your eyes or your brain. Oh, like oh no, there. that's that's good. So it's like a, hey, the architecture in here is a little different. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. That in itself is also pretty um pretty Lovecraftian. Um, there I'll always remember one story where um, like this guy's like staying at a at an at a, a this weird ass hotel. Um, and the geometry of it, like, uh, because of its weird-ass geometry, it can transport you into a different dimension. Okay. But yeah, that that's, um, I can't remember, it's like the witch of something. Um, but yeah. Like, just weird-ass geometry that can give you, like, a, that can trick your mind into thinking stuff. Oh, so and it's so got, like, like, a, like, a Penrose Stairs, or... Or uh, like, uh, sure, you can use that too. Yeah, something like, like weird, weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, like like a like a reflection, and it looks like a ghost, but it's not actually a ghost. It's just like a a party member or something on the other side of the wall or some bullshit. You know, just a bu- just a bunch of 
illusionary bullshit can happen here. All meant to spook you! Sort of, like, maybe not necessarily magic, but, like, mm-hmm. practical effects. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, and like, the thing is, it's, like, it's both, so the yeah. players are always on their toes. Yeah, so, so like, throw, throw practical, um, forced perspective things, maybe, or with the magic. Yes, exactly. I like, I like that. So he's an illusionist of many fields. I, I'm getting like a Phantom of the Opera type vibe, you know, like uh, um, I think it was more in the book than it was in the um, in the musical where his lair had like a bunch of traps that he had physically made, and I that I think that definitely fits in with the Resident Evil theme mm-hmm. of like this this bullshit ass. Uh, Mansion, uh, mansion yeah. that's like all way complicated like what kind of an asshole would build this i'm the kind <laughs> of asshole that would build this right right <laughs> yep my greatest illusion my house <laughs> it's like it's like who would turn an old art museum into a police station <laughs> you see a picture right. of this man and you can even tie it in like his wife is actually the one who built the house like she she really loves that stuff Oh, oh, that's that's how they met. He did magic for her, <laughs> right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's actually pretty good for the setting. Uh, let's work on the characters a little bit. We got the Duchess, which she like. Mm-hmm. Um, like to go with the theme of like, well, she invites the party over if it's like a pre-existing party, you know. Um, and she's also holding like an uh, a public ball, a public ceremony. Public party. Um, she's really fun and she's actually really cool. Um, like, I'd imagine like the people love her, you know. Um, yeah, well, well liked. Um, well liked. Beloved. How, but to like flaw her, um, she's not actually very good at governing the duchy. Um, she kind of spends too much money on making people like people love her, and people will always love her and so forth. But like. Her, her fellow nobles and other ministers or what have you, they don't like her because it's like she's spending the coffers on just throwing parties and stuff and really helping out the people. Yeah, versus, like, uh, yeah, versus uh, looking out for the nobility or... Right, right. Yeah, she's a, a duchess of the people and the, the other... Duchess of the people. But, yeah. and, but not even, like, to go off with Sean, like, she wants to keep them happy but not, like well fed or anything like that she's not building like infrastructure either she's just throwing parties right. and stuff like that there's no development there's no real development in the duchy it's um it's kind of um it's cared for by the people but it's pretty backward a lot of places where that could be built up like have, having reconstruct stuff and whatever it's, oh. it's really old school okay like you're in Cuba so <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, to go off of this. So what if the Duchess comes from a line of other Duchesses that are like that? What if mm. that's what killed the wife? Like the, okay. the fact that the land was underdeveloped or... There, there was no proper medicine. Exactly. Like like yeah. there wasn't a doctor. There wasn't like a good, a good system for getting right, help right. to them. Like the roads were all bumpy or something like that. Yes. So like she yeah, got like- hurt. And because yeah, there like was no, no no one's able to deliver medicine because 
it just gets broken anyway in the wagons, at, on the bumpy ass roads, all them potholes. Exactly. So Solomon kind of blames them, but not enough to like sort of uh, like actively punish them. More just like right. I'm just gonna take what's mine, aka my mm-hmm. wife, from your power, and it's not gonna yeah. like kill you, but it's gonna. Right. He's not gonna go full Dracula on them. Exactly. He's like, all right, I'm gonna. I, I'm a wizard. I can play the waiting game, so I'm just gonna slowly sap everyone's power over a couple of generations, um, and then revive my wife, because you guys killed er, this land. Basically, killed her, so you're also responsible for reviving her back. Something like that. That's okay. That's that's really good, actually. Yeah. So it's sort of. It is sort of like fucking Castlevania Dracula, huh? Tad, Tad, a lot of inspiration here. Castlevania itself is pretty close to Resident Evil too, because Metroidvanias, there's a lot of back and forth, yeah. you know, and keys um, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, it's very much back and forth. Just all you need to do is add like superpowers and stuff like that, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the keys are abilities um, in Metroidvania. You know what? You can throw into his. He has in his mansion like powerful magical equipment. Um, okay. and like people, okay. Uh, like, so you can, so you can grab like, uh, I don't know, a fucking hook shot to cross, a cross. So a, those are a, the keys. A, then a we've got like magic. You can do both. Both. Okay. So, okay. 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 So a mix of like magical equipment and actual keys and actual keys. Yeah. yeah. Both do both. Um, which is straight up Zelda slash Metroidvania slash, well, no, I Resident found... Evil doesn't do the weapon thing, but... Yeah. Uh, I but found yeah. a whip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Players are like, wait, is this Scooby-Doo or Castlevania? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is this? <laughs> wait, why Both. is there a grapple hook now? <laughs> There's holy water, a whip, grapple hook, what? <laughs> wait, wait a second. <laughs> and then Mr. X starts yeah. talking to them, what is this? <laughs> 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 Let's come up with like uh like just that enemy that can chase them. Like some kind of walking tank. Like we want to have our own pyramid head here. Pyramid head slash oh, Mr. X slash It's the uh, butler. It's fuck yeah. It's their old butler. Their old dead butler. Oh, okay. It's it's like an illusion, right? So yeah. that angle. But like it's based on him. So we got fucking Alfred here. There's an old, like, like since... Because we know he's a wizard. So what if he made, like, mm. this arcane butler? Mm. Uh, that was, like... Which is his familiar, too, maybe? Uh, maybe, maybe? I'm thinking more like a like a golem. Like a, mm. like a yeah. like magically activated, like, crystal or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. like, he has turned into a butler. Mm-hmm. Ooh! Okay, and so, so our idea was to sort of... Um, have this Mr. X butler figure uh, drop the party off at the beginning, right? That's what we had said mm-hmm. before. Yes, yes. So what if it's like a giant slime? <laughs> a slime? Yeah, and so it, it'll just envelop the party and then literally take them back to the beginning of the mansion. <laughs> and just spit them out. You know what? I like the I. You know what? It's a slime girl maid. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maid so, outfit. Yes. Yes, and it's just like yeah, 
and she has a a a leather maid suit so it doesn't get soggy. And that, this 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 ties in great because it, she's basically invincible, right? Yeah. So you can't really. Yeah. So because it's and that's what it is because it's a slime. It's got resistance to all their damage. Uh, right. It, like it, she'll like split and reform if you cut her in half or something like that. So she's essentially like a non-lethal. Yes. Uh, yep. uh, 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 walking hindrance. Of course, to accommodate the party, there should be secret. Um, passages here and there that she can't take. Yeah. Um, she's only on the main path. Oh my and, gosh. And, and maybe we can come up with ways, you know, like the party can use like uh, something to sort of uh, distract her and run past her real fast or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like anything that's uh, like cold, broken, like anything broken or dirty, she has to pick up and clean. Oh, that's good. And that they have to figure that out. Yeah, they, they, yeah, we can like have a situation where she walks like next to something that's like been knocked over. Like she she goes next to a painting and just adjusts it, you know. Yeah. Like to just show like she's like super OCD, um, and but and like so little hints like that. Like she like adjusts vases and paintings and uh, just clean things up. And like because she's a slime, like she just wipes, she just absorbs dust. <laughs> and like, she doesn't leave any goop. She just sucks it up. Okay. With like, okay. Uh, as she, uh, so she's like a perfect maid, you know. It's like that um, goop that you get to clean keyboards. Right. I just came up with a name for her. Cool. What's her um, name? Selena. S- Selena, perfect. which is perfect with the moon. Yep. Exactly. Is she a lemon scented? Like she smells like pine salt. <laughs> it, it depends on what color she is, but yeah. You, you know what? Like make her since she's magic too. She can alternate that, so she can alternate her her scents <laughs> between lemon, uh, lavender, and sea breeze. <laughs> so, I would say you, um, <laughs> the other thing that can sort of slow her down is cold. Mm. So like sh- yeah. yeah, she sort of like stiffens up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to get her cold or something like that, it maybe if a oh. wizard has like so halves her uh, move speed. Yeah, exactly. Man, having her scented would be such a great tell. Like if somebody is doing a like a perception, it's like you you smell lavender <laughs> wafting down the hall. I'm imagining, like, if the players go, like, this good route that they're, like, gonna help Solomon. Like, Selena comes in with, a like, a tea tray for all of them. <laughs> that's really good. Oh, that's real. Oh, oh, I'm very happy with this slime girl Mr. X we've made. God. It's really weird, too, because, like... The slime girl maid in itself is is more like weird than intimidating, but like we're she's gonna be intimidating. Oh yeah, like the the first <laughs> I, I imagine the first time that the players see her, it's like, okay, what is this? We're we're just gonna take care of this. This is really weird. And are you kidding me right now? And then she just completely fucks him up. <laughs> Don't mess with the slime girl. Don't mess with the slime girl. And if they go the bad route, we can have her turn into, like, the super tyrant version of her. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, like, starts, she, like, gets spikes on her and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just starts, like, shooting out skewers, spikes, and everything. 
she can even use the hedgehog oh, like, like yeah she like just shadow, becomes shadow yeah. from dmc that's that's if they really piss her off she she will like she what she can do too like she can, she'll drop them to zero HP, but because her goo like her goo will heal them. So I was also so gonna say a, that like when they're right, in so her... she doesn't well, she won't kill the players. This is a family friendly mo- um uh module. Family friendly module. <laughs> <laughs> I I love like these sort of characters that are are so nice. It, like she could be bubbly and nice, but utterly terrifying. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I prefer time. the idea of like she can't talk still. That like, she's she, yeah. She, so that, like she has to communicate. Like well, she doesn't even communicate to the party. Like she's just a, a this slime girl maid, and she will just she just like pick points you up to and the throw you out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then when when they don't like move to leave, she just starts sucking them into her. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You know what? An idea is. If so, in the very end of the boss, like if the if the party is choosing to attack Solomon, she leaks down through the through the through into the basement and merges with him like venom. Yes. <laughs> now, like, see, now, now, now we're this. really going Resident Evil. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. The Birkin and the tyrant merge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a case of. Like, cold is her weakness. So if the party is going that route of being very, very offensive, give them that option, you know, um, they could technically kill her. I would say probably, like, if they go that route, well, we would give them their levels back, right? No. For the fight, no? <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, the more they attack Solomon... The more they get the levels okay. back, okay. Or like if they attack the or thing his, that's sucking up, their yeah. Levels. Or his 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 goop t- his uh his power tank, yeah. If they if they attack that, then yes. If they they um, take the straw a, out of his mouth and idea. suck on it for a turn. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they get a level. Back. <laughs> Stupid. That's good. I only say that because being level one, uh, mm-hmm. versus all versus of this all will, of be, that, will be very difficult. He would. He, I mean, he would just immediately kill them, mm-hmm, <laughs> or mm-hmm. or knock them out. I should say. Although that could be one of the outcomes, where like he knocks them out, and then like ties them up, and is like, "Listen, this is what I'm doing. Stop trying to stop me." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sure, if like if they if they continue to be, if they if the players really wanna do that, then you know. Yeah, you give them. The, you um, give them. The, you give them. Like an opportunity where he's like not watching his crystal or whatever, uh, and mm-hmm. they have like a chance to destroy it and get their levels back. Yes, Count Randall's just some asshole. That's what we said. Yeah. So this this he's, he's like, like like he's like really the, uptight. Yeah, he's the prototypical asshole. Sure. Yeah. That noble. Like, and, and you could play off maybe what, of what the characters are doing at this party. So, like, if someone's, like, going for an hors d'oeuvre off of a, mm-hmm. a platter, he could you could have swiped his hors d'oeuvre that he was going for. Right, right, yeah. Um, so, I think we could leave the slight up to the DM. Make yeah. that fluid, yeah. Just give examples versus... Um... 
versus anything else. Yeah. Because you don't know what your players might try to get up to at this party. Maybe they mm-hmm. do try to mm-hmm. fuck his wife. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> sure. Let's make it just make his wife like super duper hot or whatever. Super attractive. She is super, and, super yeah. hot, yeah. Oh, what if it's... And make her flirty, too, you know? Either his wife or, like, maybe his daughter. Oh, the daughter is even better. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Both wife and daughter. No, They're cat, just... They've got to cuck him. He has daughters! Enough for the whole party and a son. Or two. Wife and children. <laughs> wife and children. His whole family. They're just irresistible. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who's a complete fucking asshole. Yes, his... exactly. His whole family has charisma with a ten modifier. I've got thirty fucking charisma. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh my god, that's good actually. What if <laughs> what if none of his kids look like him? <laughs> <laughs> None of them look like yeah. him. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I'm adding that for sure. Oh my god. I think as well, once the noble, <clears throat> when uh, Randall challenges the party to uh, stay at the estate, the Duchess is like super into it. She's like, ooh, entertainment, you know? <laughs> Maybe have her like a little childlike, you know. Okay. Yeah, she's she's like pretty childlike. That's why she just loved these. She she's pink diamond. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Does she, maybe she makes Randall also spend the night there? Um, that you can do that and have another mechanic, if you will, having to protect Randall. <laughs> Or, or not. <laughs> or not. Um, I mean, the worst that will happen to Randall is he just gets kicked out. Um, that could happen. Like, make it a competition. Yeah, I think it's... Who can stay the I longest. I think that's exactly you know, what it is, like yes. Who can stay the longest. Yeah. And, and, and the Duchess yeah. is like, you can't hit each other or anything like that. And mm. Oh, you know what? Instead of, uh, instead of the slime throwing them out of the mansion um, because we want to make sure there's a situation where the players have to keep coming to the mansion or like stay into the mansion otherwise they'll just leave you know yeah. um, maybe like there's a there's a little prison area in the in the uh, in the mansion and sh- the slime Selena keeps throwing them into okay. there versus outside of the, yeah I, the I, you know what I like that better like the, the the front doors are sealed shut, no one can get in or out. Maybe that's even like a thing like Solomon has no control over as well. It's something that Luna did. Okay, what? I I guess they have to find all the keys to sort of unlock the front door then. Um, uh, uh, find the keys to get the final key in the basement, which Solomon okay, has. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. All right, the thing was to acquire the monocle of Solomon, right? I will give you the monocle if you help me resurrect my wife. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. good. And it just depends, like, well, it depends on the party. Like, if they, they're like, fuck your monocle, old man, and they kill him, or, you know. 
they, they punch him in the snaws and bring back a broken monocle. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? I'm like, do we include an Ada slash uh, Sherry? No? Yes? Nah. No. Okay. Nah. Nah. Not necessarily. The party's big enough for yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or... I, w- I think it's a good idea to give them the ice rod so that just in case, even if they don't have any ice magic, they'll still be able to... Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like, you you, you, uh, you advertise the mechanic of it is to, hey, you can freeze a floor to cross the gap or whatever or some mm-hmm. bullshit. I don't know. But, um, but low-key, it's like, hey, you can use this against Selena as well. All right. This is the hardest part. What puzzles can we make? <laughs> Google's puzzles for toddlers. <laughs> the key retrieving is definitely in, in itself, but like um, I think I mentioned one earlier was like uh, push like moving furniture in the other world to have it move in the in the real world or whatever. Well, that I don't know. If that's no, fair. no, that's good. Isn't there a room in Mario that's something like that? Like, what if you, they go into the room and the room looks empty? And then mm-hmm. in the mirror, the mirror shows where the furniture is. Mm-hmm. So they, exactly. That's, okay. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly. And in order to get through the mirror, you need to get the, the secret magic item. Quote, quote, secret. You know, get the magic item. The the mirror walker. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that um... up. You know, so that le- lets you go into the, the or, mirror realm. Or it's of, like of a dimension. Maybe it's a potion you gotta to spread over or the mirror. Okay, that's good. Ooh. You gotta like break onto the mirror to coat it in order to. Try it's like a spray it. bottle. <laughs> it's like Windex. It's 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 like the white goop in Portal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I also just had a thought of, um, you know. Like mirrored, but what if the room is upside down? That too, yeah, for sure. Have ones like that, like uh, and there's like a switch that turns it around, turns it into that. What's that painting with the stairs? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't. Yeah, know. yeah you guys know what I'm talking. You know, yeah, it's like like a, the the labyrinth of stairs, yeah, where the stairs are like, like going in all directions, upside down. Yeah, right side up. And you gotta like you gotta find switches to straighten it out or some bullshit. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. I like that better where it's like uh it's like switches on a wall. Yeah. Uh, instead of them having to move it around. Uh and yeah, that makes it yeah. a little easier. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like one of those uh like the the like uh power puzzles in Resident Evil where you have to get like both of the currents at the same position. But for furniture, where like uh, the furniture is like supposed to be here and there, and mm-hmm, it moves it mm-hmm. around. You can also do like uh, <clears throat> um, different kind of illusion stuff, like uh, like a prism light thing. You gotta adjust the light to go through the prism okay. and hit an angle. Um, oh, like uh, that Resident Evil Four puzzle with the the stained glass. Sort of. We have to, yeah. like, rotate it and make a picture or something. Yeah. Or different colors of light. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. That. yeah, you have to rotate it. The, like, the different colors of light to 
to get the right uh, yes. sort of picture. Okay, I like that a lot, actually. I, I like the prism idea. What if we made it so that they had to light up the phases of the moon? <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, that's even better. That's, that's really better. good. Keeping with our theme. Yeah, so, like, they have to shade it in a certain... Like, either rotate a globe or something to where it's like half shaded and you have to do all of the phases of the moon. That's really good. Or rotate. Ooh, I got it. So it's like a, in the middle of the room, there's a circular, um, circular platform that can be rotated. Mm hmm. And it opens up different rooms Different corridors of the mansion. Yeah. And depending it, on the, the phase you put it in. Exactly. Yeah. So like the mansion is like this one, like, it, yeah. And so like you wrote, you keep rotating the mansion to, uh, to gain access to different parts of it. Very complex, complex work of Miss Architecture Luna. We've got the mirror puzzle. What, what other We've puzzles? Got the puzzle. Maybe one we the 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 key retrieving is more like memory, knowing where they go. Um, so maybe like one more puzzle. Excuse me, you're good. Um, let's see, we did a, a mirror, a library themed something. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. They either have to um, either pull the right books or. Oh, okay. What if there's like a poem? Oh, I got an idea. What if there's like a poem on the shrine about the moon or something? Uh, and they have to like find the book in the library that contains the poem um and like pull it out and it unlocks like a secret room or something it's not too difficult or something have having to do like with a second stanza of the poem that points them in the right direction okay. or... yeah yeah okay yeah you can probably um include like in the like a poem that talks about the different phases of the moon so they know which which room to which part of the mansion to then go through you know, by changing it to that phase so they can then go to that one. Okay. Oh, um, so to go with that, maybe each floor is a different phase of the moon. No, like what I was picturing was like, okay, like you get into the entrance and there's this massive circular thing in the middle with the different phases and each phase will twist the mansion and open up. So like that whole section. And so that's like a whole multiple floors to hold that whole section with that phase of the moon. Now, and then you do stuff there, come back, switch it back That's again. a very good idea. I don't know if we can actually make that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be pretty big. Um, so, yeah. Because I like it a lot, having it... It'll be, big in, it'll be big in terms of a map and stuff, especially, so... Yeah. But hey, at least it would give a lot of uh, replayability. That's true. Okay, uh, so we've got the keys, we've got the mirror puzzle, we've got the prism puzzle, we've got the library puzzle. I think that's good for puzzles. 
Um, we've got the sort of the enemies that are there are all they're also they're all illusions except for uh uh did we, oh Selena Selena that's her name um you can probably throw in like uh not all of them have to be illusions but like um what did I say uh suits of armor oh right animated like, armor uh, yeah animated armor um like animated stuff uh can also be like physically real um. And if you want, you can like throw out little, little other things too that are physical. I'm not sure. Like, um, it's fine. Illusions are fine for the rest. Just, just a bunch of ghosts and what have you. I would say things that look more dangerous than like the party can handle. Uh, mm-hmm. So that like, we want to push them to sort of avoid these things instead of fighting them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. Oh shit, there's a dragon in there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, we should like they open, they open the door and it's just a dragon's head like just looking right at them. <laughs> like, you know? like that and scene from like, Harry Potter with the uh, the Cerberus. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and then the, maybe, maybe even like he's, uh, he's just magnifying things so it's actually just a, a, a lizard. And um, and he's just casting an illusion to make it huge and big, like a dragon. Okay. Or he, it's just or it's just flat out just an illusion. Either way. I, I I like the idea of him like having a pseudo dragon familiar that he makes look really big. So I, I'm just imagining if they're rewarded with having uh the slime maid as a companion. Like every time they go to like an inn or something, she's cleaning it. <laughs> that's man, that's so powerful though. <laughs> yeah. How about instead of her, like she breaks off a little piece of her. A mini like, maid. Uh, a that's mini good. maid. Selena it's, too. It's, like, cause like Selena herself. Yeah. Oh yeah, the second. <laughs> Selena the Selena second. Selena Junior. They make yeah. her a little maid. Yeah. Up. So it's uh, yeah. so this one doesn't have all the attacks and stuff, but it's still like right. a talking. Well, oh, maybe not not talking. Uh, like a sentient, a sentient slime maid. It can heal them, which is that so important. He- yeah, it that can, can slightly heal them. heal them, and also has like cleaning, clean, clean stuff. Everything. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's kind of going around whatever inn or place that they're in and just cleaning it up, <laughs> eating the dust. Mm-hmm. That's adorable. That's really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want one. <laughs> and like, it, it can be like just it just fits in the palm of your hand, you know. Maybe. Basically, like when when we when V has nightmare in his hand, <laughs> right? Exactly, <laughs> like that. Um, and like it could be small enough that everyone can get one, perhaps or. Maybe that might be too much. Just one, Just one and, and t- like, whoever. It depends on the party. You got, you know, somebody's just like, like, mm-hmm. this is my child now. Mm. Yeah, they could be, like, Selena could be, like, halfling-sized or something. Or gnome-sized. Like, like small gnome person, size. small, small. creature. Okay, I was thinking, like, tiny slash maybe diminutive. So, that way, like, she can't really... She, she's not part participating in battle she's more like like almost an infinite potion you know like she can, yeah like like she like she can fit in a backpack pretty easily yeah yeah so she's like size diminutive um or tiny tiny is fine yeah tiny um 
and she's like just able to do the heel like a certain number of times per day. Yeah, like when they let her out, she's like a maximum of like two feet tall. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And she's a slime, so she can probably like condense herself and stretch out and stuff to to be maximum two feet. Ice rod. What what were your thoughts on the magic mirror? I would say like they use the mirror to go into the weird mirror thing for the other uh, for that puzzle, and then maybe Uh like they can use the magic mirror to like access like a mirror dimension mm-hmm. so sort of like a bag of holding i would because that that might be way too powerful you know so uh how about um they can use it like exactly like that but um something like uh into the mirror dimension it's like a um, it's like a pocket dimension like a yeah a, like the pocket spa or pocket workshop yeah, so it's not like any like they wouldn't be able to access any mirror, uh, and just right. walk around. Okay, okay. So so it's like a it's like a bag of holding. You have like a small little, mm-hmm. but it, like it's bigger than a bag of holding. It's like a room, like a like it's a, a room. Okay, like okay. a like a ten foot or by maybe, ten foot room. Or maybe like it's limited to that room in the mansion. Yeah, that's what so I like, was thinking. You just you just carry that mirror around, and you have um. That secret access to that room. Okay. Uh, but you can't... you go... Yeah, but you can't leave the room into the mansion. It's, like, just right. that room. Yeah. Right. It's just... So there's no door in that yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 just... it's like a replica of that room that you can, like, yeah. put stuff in or hold, like, a person in for a certain amount of time. Like, not yeah. forever, obviously, but a certain amount no. of time. Yeah, like, like weird things might start happening. Like, you mm-hmm. slowly kind of go insane because of the... And if like if the mirror breaks and all access to that room is gone, unless someone has like the, the dimension door spell or whatever, um, that's so good. If you, that's so you really can end good. up sealing an enemy in if it if you ever want to. I like that a lot. So like you can use it to store like things, but if you right. break it, those are probably going to be lost for a long time. Right. If not ever, forever. If not ever, yeah. Sends the wish spell or. Dimension door bullshit. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe something high... like dimension door or like something right, like that right, would right. be able to access it. But yeah, of course, of course. Or if you're able to like somehow fix the magic mirror, but that would take right. Put the put, put the put the shards back together, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think the ice rod would either if you point it like at a pit or at the ground, it'll create mm. ice pillars. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you point it at someone. Maybe it's mm-hmm. like uh, the ice knife spell or something like that. Maybe it turns them into a cube, like they become a pillar. Okay, yeah, we we can stat that out. Maybe like a Constitution saving throw, mm-hmm. uh, and if not, they're like frozen for like a turn or two. Right. 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 Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. So like when pointed at the ground, ice pillars. When pointed at an enemy. They make a con save. Like, see, how tall? Like, uh, 20 feet tall? Or is that too much? Maybe 10? Uh, yeah, I, I would say 10. Yeah, 10. Oh, yeah. five. So, area 5 by 5, but 10 feet tall. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. So, like, so the purpose is to, it's to make a platform. Yeah. Yeah. And it, within the mansion, it uh, it's to cross a, a spike gap or so. And you have to use it quickly or else it'll melt. Mm-hmm. Maybe to make this Monica a little spicier, it's not just true sight, but maybe it can um, 
it can like see something a little unique maybe like uh it can see um like trails of magic um so like it can like see when magic was performed and stuff like that so to in places to go off of like more scooby-doo like literal magic footprints basically yeah yeah. oh my god okay this is gonna sound stupid but what if it's like when you're wearing (laughs) when you're wearing the monocle like things that can be interacted with look like a different color okay (laughs) yeah so it's basically like clicking like clicking l3 in a game yeah gives you detective vision yeah so like so like in the old scooby-doo cartoons like you had the background and then you had that one uh like rock or or library shelf that was painted a different color and you're like oh you know that thing's gonna move yep so it does something dumb like that I mean, that's not dumb at all. That's actually really, really good. No, it's super powerful, but, like, yeah. the way it does it is, like, that, it's colored differently. Yeah, it's detective vision, yeah, straight up. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, that's yeah. good. In fact, not just objects, like, people, too. So, like, you can, and, like, it's like, oh, this NPC has a quest. Okay, so, and so maybe you can only activate detective vision once per day, and it lasts for, like, 30 minutes. How about that? Yeah, yeah. To balance that out a little bit. An hour. Okay, yeah. I th- and I think that's good. Let's combine the, the true sight and detective vision because maybe having passive true sight all day is a little bit... Yes, yes, exactly. ...too powerful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so once a day, lasts for an hour, you got true sight and detective vision. That's good. Uh, yeah, that looks that looks good. Yeah, we can have gold for the Duchess that can just be... Mm-hmm. ...however much, depending on... You can, you can figure that out for your party and... Uh, Uh, yeah, depending on the outcome, uh, if you get, if you like show her the monocle and you show her that, you know, Hey, the town's back to normal or whatever. She's like, ha, I can reward you. Yeah. This looks really good. Actually. It's, 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 it's a lot of fun. A lot of callbacks to a lot of, uh, old school games and shows. Um, and it's, it's very, it's, it's, it's a lot more, uh, it's pretty chill too, given our villain isn't. Um, outright trying to murder anybody. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot more of a, a chill game, um, much more for the fun of it. Uh, so I think that's pretty good. And uh, hey, if if you are a G man, you want to twist this to being actually lethal, go for it. Exactly. You can you can always change it up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, make 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 Selena actually a murderous slime girl <laughs> instead. Uh, what was I gonna say? The name for this one, the name's so the name of the place is Crescent Manor. So maybe yeah. like the curse Mis- of Mist- oh okay, curse of the, 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 the curse, curse of, of Solomon, Manor. or uh, or the mystery of Crescent Manor. Um, the, I think I like the, the mystery of Crescent. Oh, okay, the curse. I like, I like curse. 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 Okay. Curse of Crescent Manor. Because you got a little bit of that alliteration going on. Scooby Doo and the Curse of Crescent Manor. Yeah, it's even it even fucking sounds like a Scooby Doo. Exactly. Adventure. I thought that's what you were trying to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean sorta. I wanted to. But yeah, no, this is good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like this. I could see this actually like uh I I, I could put some more effort into this and make this like an actual sorta uh module format too. Mm-hmm. I can mm. see yeah, yeah. So yeah, we can 
head towards the end. We've made a a really a, we made a really good flesh. I'm proud of us, you guys. We made a really good fleshed out module. I like it a lot. So yeah, um, nice, nicely done. Go team. Go go team. Go team dungeon. <laughs> go team dungeon. Uh, so um, yeah. Why don't we plug our stuff and let's head out. Okay. Sean, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter pretty much all day. Uh, my handle being uh, Z-A-S-N-E underscore I-I for Zasne the second. Um, I also would like to uh, to plug um, my friend's Twitch channel, um, twitch.com, uh, twitch.tv, excuse me, uh, integer as in the number devourer um that's uh one of my friends he's also the player in the zelda campaign he streams uh he's and he streams the zelda campaign and um and it'll be fun for you to watch nice uh cat what about you where can we find you uh you can find me on twitter uh i am at sarcastic cat cat spelled k-a-t-t uh if you know where i got <laughs> that spelling i will give you a cookie <laughs> um it's a deep cut reference um i don't stream unfortunately <laughs> so i can't i have a twitch i just don't stream uh, isn't I'm... isn't your fc uh i was about to say yeah. hiring <laughs> i that is a good point so if people out there um play final fantasy 14 um, you can find me on Brynhildr, um, Kat Riebach, uh, I gotta, R-I-A-B-H-A-C-H, um, on Brynhildr. Um, we are recruiting, uh, because it, at the end of April, um, there is gonna be a data center shuffle, um, so the servers are gonna be split, um, and we are going to be on the Crystal Data Center instead of Primal. Um, so we're trying to get people who are looking to maybe move to the Crystal Data Center. Um, and if you're looking for a community of dorks, fun-loving dorks, <laughs> um, you could join the John Barry War Machine. Thank you for reminding me of that. No problem. Uh, you can find me. Uh, just search Shonen Forward Three. You can find my Twitter, my Twitch, uh, anything really that I do. Uh, just Google that; you'll find me. Uh, but more importantly, you can find the show at Welcome to My Dungeon, uh, and the Twitter is My Dungeon Cast. Uh, on Twitter, we'll uh, we announce the shows there. Uh, we have our uh, Patreon, uh, uh, patreon.com slash welcome to my dungeon. Our email, welcome to my dungeon at gmail.com. Please send us questions, send us uh, plot hooks, send us uh, any, 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 any comments at all. Any comments, any suggestions, anything like that. Um, website still has not been made. I will get on that eventually, I promise. But we're on <laughs> iTunes. Uh, so you can look up "Welcome to My Dungeon" on iTunes and just download that there. Most of nice. the 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 podcatcher apps have iTunes integrated on there, so you can uh, get us on most of your apps. Um, 
And I'd like to thank Marcus Fuller for the use of our intro in The Hall of the Mountain King, composed by Edward Grieg. You can find his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Marcus Fuller. That's Marcus with a K. All right. We will see you guys next week uh, with a new guest and a new uh, module that we'll make. Remember, don't delve too deeply without protection. Bye. Bye. Bye.